I'm really glad you guys decided to come back and listen to part two. So let's go ahead and continue with this episode. It's extremely difficult to make our freelancing businesses work. It's just as difficult to make our free time work, but we, we find time to make our business work. So why can't we find time to make our free time work? You know, we just have to, it's all about sacrifice, no matter what you're sacrificing fun to run your business. Well, sometimes you have to sacrifice some business to have fun. You know, it goes hand in hand in mental health. You know, your mental health is extremely important, more important than anything, because you don't want to sit around and put everything that you have into your business and go crazy at the same time. And, you know, then that starts to show show in your work. It starts to show up in your uh, your your customer service, you know, and sleep. Sleep is important. You know, you have to find time to get enough sleep. I've found myself sitting at my computer working way into the night where I start to get a little tired and I'm thinking to myself, oh, it must be 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I'm getting a little tired. I look at my computer and it's like two in the morning. I'm like, what am I doing? You know, and some of you, some of us, you know, we get sick, physically sick, ill. Uh, we catch a cold or something. If our sleep pattern, if our sleep schedule's off, we're not getting enough rest, we can get sick. And if we get sick, then we can't go to work at all. And then once again, availability is the best ability. And if we're not available because we're sick, our business fails. You know, thankfully, I'm Superman, you know, and Superman doesn't get sick. You know, there's no kryptonite out here. I mean, I guess if there was kryptonite for me, it'll just be working throughout that throughout the night and not getting enough sleep. But, you know, for the most part, I'm Superman, so I don't get sick. So I can deal with not necessarily getting sleep on a, a systematic schedule. But what about you guys out there that are not Superman or Superwomen? You know, <laughs> you you might not be able to su- to sustain a, a, a funky schedule like mine. My schedule's all over the place, but you know, I mean, I can do that. I, I've I've figured out the master plan, and you know, hopefully through these uh, podcasts, I can I can help you figure out the master plan. You know, one of the, one of the things that was in my master plan, as far as like my sleep schedule or my nine to five schedule or my regular schedule was. One of the things was not knowing what day of the week it was. That was a big, big dream of mine. It might sound like nothing to most of you out there, but think about it like this. You know, I've been working since I was 14. I started my nine to five world when I was 14 and everything since I was 14 was on a schedule. You know, if I was lucky enough to work a nine to five and have the weekends off, that's exactly what I did. I worked a nine to five Monday through Friday and had the weekends off. So I had to be at work at nine, had to take my lunch at noon, had to clock out at five and go home and do it all over again. And it was so routine. Now, for some of you who are okay with the nine to five or doing a nine to five world along with being a freelancer, that's okay. But for me, that drove me nuts, drove me batty. And I remember when I used to live in Long Beach on the weekends, on the weekends, I would ride my bike and some days I would take a uh, weekdays off 
just because I was tired. I, I just didn't feel like going to work. You know, I was a good I was a good employee. I never called off sick often. You know, I never took days off. I would go every day because I wanted to earn as much money as I possibly can. You know, maybe I'm a borderline workaholic, possibly, but I wouldn't take days off. And every now and then, the days when I did take them off, I would go ride my bike throughout the city. And for the most part, the the city was sleep. The city was kind of dead because everybody's at work. Everybody's on a routine. Um, I might see a friend on the street and, you know, it'll be like a Wednesday. And I would think to myself, man, I would love to be able to ride my bike throughout the city on a weekday instead of having to wait until until Saturday or Sunday to ride my bike. I would love to just get up any day of the week and go do that. And now I'm finally in that position to do so, you know, and for those of you who feel the same way as me, I I hope we can get you there to where you don't know what day of the week it is, or you want to go ride your bike, or you want to do something that's non-routine, non-systematic. It's systematic to have to ride your bike or do something, you know, free time on the weekends, Monday through Friday. That's systematic. What's not systematic is waking up on a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday and getting on your bike and just riding throughout the city or or in your car, you know, taking a drive down the coast or wherever, going to the beach and surfing if you're into that or just jogging on the beach or riding your bike on the beach, flying a kite at the park in the middle of the week. That is a win to me. That is a major, major, major win to me because it, I've broken the the routine. I broke the mold. I'm not stuck in, I have to go to work on a Monday through Friday so I can't join you at the park. No, it's like, hey, you want to go to the park tomorrow? Okay, let's do it. Let me see if I have some time, check my schedule, and let's get out there and do it. So, you know, those things are wins to me. I don't know what it is as a win to you, but for those of you who are looking to break away from that nine to five schedule, you know, if you have to write a list of things that you normally do over the weekends or on your days off and see what, if anything, you are willing to sacrifice to grow your business. See what you can give up. See what you want to give up. You know me, I wanted to give up the routine of going to work nine to five, Monday through Friday. I wanted to be able to go out on a weekday, you know, and ride my bike throughout the city on a weekday or stay up late on a weekday night because I can get up when I wanted to the next day and get to work when I wanted to, you know. But if you're looking to break away from your nine to five, write a thing, write, like I said, write a list of the things that you normally do over the weekends or on your days off and see what you're willing to give up. On the weekends, do you normally go to the club? Do you normally go to the movies? And, you know, this is this is all pre-pandemic, you know, before we were on a shutdown, before we were stuck in the house and stuff like that, um, before businesses were limited ocup- occupancy or non, no occupancy, occupancy at all. This is prior to that. But still, write yourself a list. You know, if you want to take an assignment from this, write yourself a list of what you normally do over the weekends and what you're willing to give up. You know, my normal routine, bike riding, going to the movies, maybe going to the clubs. I was burnt out on going to the clubs. But if I did, you know, but of those things that you normally would do, what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to let go? You know, me, I gave up 
everything. But I can because I don't have any kids. And, you know, the girls that I would date, some of them would understand. But if they didn't, unfortunately, I, I would have to give them up, you know, because I have to succeed in this. I I, I do not want to ever go back to working a nine to five. I, I'm just not built for that. It just eats away at my soul just thinking about it. So um I'm willing I was willing to sacrifice everything. And you know, if you are, you know, that's good. That's a start because it leads you on a path to what you have to do, you know, to get to where you have to be. You know, sacrifice is everything in what we do. We have to give up the routine. We have to sacrifice the routine. We have to break the mold and reconstruct our own we have to reconstruct our own mold you know so um and before we close this out i just want to briefly mention because i know i'm going a little bit beyond the 30 minutes that i promised that i keep this at but we want to succeed at what we do so you know let's not forget about the the hours that we have to put into our craft the, you know the studying you know you're you're sacrificing going clubbing going to the parties going to parks and picnics and so on and so forth you're sacrificing that for your business you know you want to succeed so while everybody's out partying and doing what they're doing um you know having a good time on their time off we're studying we got our nose in the books or our face in the uh um internet you know, we're constantly studying to make ourselves that much better. We are in competition, not with just own, uh, other freelancers, other creatives. We're in competition with chain businesses, chain stores. And if we want to be better than those chain stores, you know, we have to study what they do and figure out a way to be better than them. You know, our, our fun and free time is now study time. You know, we are we're conditioned to patronize commercial businesses. So we want to make our business so good to where people are conditioned to patronize us. They rather choose us than work with those commercial businesses, you know, whether it be, you know, providing more for less, not a lot less because you don't want to mess up the market. You, you will absolutely destroy the market by just lowering your prices lowering your prices just i mean will not automatically gain you clients it'll actually hurt your business and we'll talk about that in future episodes you know we'll 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 talk about that maybe after we talk about our customer service you know customer service we're not going to talk about that in this episode because it's already gone longer than i wanted to plus Customer service is a whole new story. It's a whole story in itself. Customer service is life. Customer service is everything. Customer service is everything. And we'll save that for our next episode, which, if I'm not mistaken, that should be around March 2nd. If I'm not mistaken, let me double check something really quick while I got you guys here, while I have you guys' attention. Yeah, I do believe March 2nd will be our episode for customer service. And that is, I mean, hopefully 
you're finding all these episodes valuable so far, but that will be a key episode as well. Customer service is very important, and we'll be talking about that on March 2nd at noon. You know, so please be sure to set your calendars, set your schedules, and be ready for that one. Um, and my apologies for going over my 30-minute mark. I know it's not set in stone, but I try to keep it there. I know we're already above that just by a little bit. So let me go ahead and close this episode out for you guys really quickly. And I mentioned earlier on about when you're dating somebody or if you're married, you know, to someone, you have kids, you know, or something in your relationship that requires your attention. People that don't understand why we work as hard as we work, as long as we work, the hours that we put in. Um, I mentioned that I had a solution that might work for you. A solution should help you. It, it's helped me a lot. I mean, it's, I say help loosely because it helped me get my message across to those that I wanted to understand what I was dealing with. But just because they started to understand didn't auto- automatically mean Oh, cool. Yeah, I finally get it. Yeah, go ahead and just ignore me and work your business. But (laughs) I know regardless if they were happy or sad about whatever solution that I came up with, I know that they got the message that I was trying to get across. And that message is, okay, so you're, you're dealing with somebody that's working a nine to five schedule. They don't know what it's like to be an entrepreneur, self starter, self employed, you know, freelancer. They don't know what it is, what it requires for us to be successful in our fields, right? All they know is their nine to five schedule, go to work Monday through Friday, nine to five. After that, I got the time to do whatever I have to do until I go back to work. And they're okay with that. And that's perfectly okay. But in our world, that's not necessarily okay. So I used to have, well, it almost happens in with every girl that I date. You know, unfortunately, most of the women that I date, they, well, Unfortunately, I say that loosely, but unfortunately, most of the women that I date, they would work a nine to five and they have zero, zero entrepreneurial experience. They have zero experience in what it takes to run a business, start a business. All they know is working for others. And that's perfectly okay. They're okay with that. But with that lack of experience, that lack of understanding, they don't know what it takes for us, for me to do what I do, for us to do what we do. So this is what I would say to them. Do you want a cheeseburger? Do you like Jack in the Box? And they most likely at that time say no. I said, were you thinking about a cheeseburger until I said cheeseburger? Most of the time they'd say no. So I mentioned Jack in the Box. Say Jack in the Box has been around since before most of us were born. They're a billion dollar corporation. They've been around forever. They make money every single day of the week. Constantly for years, they're a billion dollar establishment. But if you don't see a Jack in the Box commercial or if somebody doesn't mention a cheeseburger or Jack in the Box, would you be thinking about Jack in the Box? And likely they would say no. So I said, if a billion dollar corporation that's been around for eons, for decades, if a billion dollar corporation like Jack in the Box has to run a commercial almost every time Every time you're watching a TV show, you see a Jack in the Box commercial or you hear it on the radio. If a multi-million dollar corporation has been established that's on every corner when you're driving up and down through your city, if a corporation like that has to run ads and commercials and talk about their business all the time to get you to think about a cheeseburger, to remember that Jack in the Box exists, what do you think I have to do? 
in in this freelancing world, in my world, my self-starter, sole proprietors, self-employed world, I am non-existent to the whole world. And if the whole world needs constant reminders that Jack in the Box is on the corner, come get a cheeseburger. Think about what I have to do. That's a billion dollar corporation that's been established that chances are they're not going anywhere. And if that business has to constantly advertise, send you flyers in the mail, post pop up ads on uh, Facebook and Instagram, maybe, or like I said, on your TV, every time you watch a show, you might see a Jack in the Box commercial or hear it on your radio. And, you know, you think about a burger. And even when you do see that Jack in the Box commercial or hear it on the radio, you're still not just going to run straight there to get a cheeseburger. But it's a constant reminder. It's almost like a subconscious reminder that Jack in the Box, that Jack in the Box is there. I'm going to go get a cheeseburger. So if a billion dollar corporation has to do that to remind you that they're still existing, even though you see them everywhere you look. Imagine what we have to do to keep our business relevant, to keep our business in people's mouths in a good way, you know, to keep people talking about us, that word of mouth marketing to spread the word that we're still around here, you know? So when I would say that, you know, she'd look at me like, I get it, but, and as soon as they say, but they really don't get it because they get it, but. We still, I still want to go to the movies. I still want to go to the park and I still want to do this. All that time spent at the movies at the park, that's time I could be trying to earn money or establish my business or perfect my business, perfect my craft, get better at what I'm doing so that when it's time for a customer to choose between going to a JCPenney or a Sears Portrait Studio, they'd rather choose me because my portraits are better, you know, but that's just the things that we have to deal with in our world. And, you know, hopefully you I'm, I'm sure you can relate to the sacrifices that you have to make, but hopefully I helped you find a solution in that. And, um, yeah, like I said, next episode, we're going to talk about customer service and how important that is. I mean, I, like I said, customer service is life and customer service will help your business stay alive. It'll help you sustain your business. Not that your business is dying, but if you hit a rough patch, that customer service is key. It will keep your doors open, whether it be a physical brick and mortar store or virtual doors, you're working online, whatever the case may be. Customer service will help you save that, help you fix that. So March 2nd at noon, we're going to talk about that. So I hope to see you guys there. I hope you put it on your calendar as a reminder, or I hope you subscribe to my podcast. So you'll get that episode when it does become available. So this is Ahmed. I'm Creative Roberson. I thank you for listening to Can I Really Make It? And yes, you can really make it. And I'm going to help you do that. I'll see you guys on March 2nd.